Okay, so as we continue our journey in the book of the Psalms, I want to remind us about some important detail that uh, as the team highlighted in this sermon about two weeks ago. But he reminded us that the Psalms are God inspired and infallible Jewish poetry of no the Jewish dreams. Although we do not know these songs of hymns, he said, appear in five main categories. Messianic songs, wisdom songs, justice songs, complaint songs, and of course, praising the Lord songs. Psalm chapter 2 is a messianic song. These lyrics reveal to us the glory of the Son of God, the King, the ruler. This psalm does not introduce us to the suffering Messiah, the suffering Messiah as that psalm to do. Thank you. 
visualize in our mind's eye what it means when God is a nation to the world behind. That's what it's talking about. But then I went on to mention as a matter of fact that the author's name is hidden from us in the song. Thank you. 
as his might. The cause of God that grants grant us freedom from the bondage of sin and from the debilitating dominance of guilt and the slippery slope that leads to hell and eternal destruction. When we reject this practice, we enter the phase of spiritual insanity. And eventually it leads to the destruction of entire nations, communities, and ultimately It is by becoming slaves of Christ that we are truly set When we gain, we gain true freedom by the bound of Jesus, the Son of God. Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Christians, once said, To a graceless neck, the yoke of Christ is intolerable. But to the saved sinner, it is easy. We may judge ourselves by this. Do we love that book? Or do we wish to cast it from us? Do you love the courts, the bonds, the fetters that God has put on you through this book? The courts are set to be. But David notes further that the nations, the peoples, are doing this in vain. It's a vain thing. Now, where else do we read the word vain and vanity? In the book of Ecclesiastes, right? Where the wise man claims that humans are chasing after vapor or smoke, as in trying to grasp smoke in the land. You see, below the smoke, it sometimes appears quite thick and dense. And in such cases, they may, they may appear tangible, touchable. Clouds at times look soft. And look at the cloud and I wish that I just jump on them and keep bouncing from one cloud to the other. They look tangible, they look real, you know, they, they look solid. But they don't. Clouds, cloud vapor, smoke, it's like something sometimes you can touch, but try to do that. It's beautiful. No doubt the words.
they became firm walkers in the heart of the Red Sea, just at the last of Christ. Stop thinking for a moment. God can destroy an entire universe. Behold the awesome, overwhelming, petrifying power of God. This is the God, the peoples, the nations, the kings, the judges of this world. That's utter insanity. You can't do that. No wonder David interrogates him. They were creating a new man-made religion and believed that 
the more light the word they define, the more powerful they will become. And therefore, the more difficult it will be for God to unseat them from their earthly dominion. Surely, God is the could never stand against such a formidable united God-defined army of builders of the one world government, the one world religion encapsulated in the tower. Could he? Who will reach the heavens and make a great name of us. But what did they actually succeed in What did they end up with? What did they achieve? Nothing. Nothing but confusion. God intervened. And confused the That's all. And Genesis 11, 9 tells us from there the Lord started the whole location of the world. God achieved his purpose. Then, that's all. Where did God be? He has his foot. Right? 
Jesus sustains all things. 
kingdoms, kings, judges are very, very happy to sustain by Jesus Christ himself. After he had provided purification of his sins, he sat down at the right hand of the man of the majesty. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to God's. Then he quotes Psalm 2. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son? Today I have become your father. Or I have begotten Dying on the cross, he was buried and he rose again 
ascended on high and was glorified and given the nations as his inheritance. Having fulfilled the full counsel of God, having fulfilled all that the Lord has sent to the ceremony of the Lord. And because of that, he is Thank you. 